Welcome to the Talks Over Cocktails podcast. I'm your host, Nairi, and today we have a very special guest with us. His name is Bram Maurer. Hi, Bram. Hi, how are you? I'm great, and you? Good, thank you. Thanks for having us. For coming. Or having me. Oh, yeah. I'm so sure. used to saying us, us because there's so many of us all the time, but thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries, no worries. So, speaking of your brand, and uh, I think we should just get right into sure, it. Sure. Uh, since the podcast is called Talks Over Cocktails Podcast, yeah. do you want to tell them what cocktail we're sipping on today? So, yeah, you chose um, the Blood Orange Margarita, which yeah. I just watched you make, which you did a fantastic job, by the way. <laughs> thank you. If ever this podcasting doesn't work out, you can always come and work with with us is no problem um but you did a great job it's delicious yeah i know you needed to add a little bit more to yours because it's it's you know it's it's five o'clock somewhere but it's still two o'clock we need to add a little bit more of the homemade syrups and purees but it's delicious did a great Mm -hmm. job um but yeah so uh you know we're uh we're a bar service um yeah we started our company um 10 years ago in 2009 Mm -hmm. or 11 years ago now yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah no worries. Talk to us about um, And um, it all started, I, I, I come from a, a long history um, in, in the service industry. So okay. I started off uh, working in the kitchen okay, um, as cool. a dishwasher. Oh, no um, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I moved my way up to the kitchen. I started working in the front of the house, dealing a lot with clients, etc. Yeah. And um, once I successfully <laughs> no accomplished all the different roles in the front of the house, you know, mm-hmm. busboy, bartender, waiter, etc., okay. manager, service manager, general manager, um, I wanted to do something new. I wanted to do something different. Um, I was working with a company called Java U. Okay. Uh, oh, Java yes. U Catering. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So the they have, yeah. So they actually yeah. have the coffee shops, but they okay. also have their catering division oh, okay, as well. Cool. It's, it's actually owned by two different people, but that's another story for another oh, time. Okay. No All worries. that to say, um, I was working with Java U Catering, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we started doing a lot of events, and I was introduced to the event world a little right. bit. You know, bar actually, mitzvahs and weddings. Yeah. Funny to say yeah. it, because I used to work for Michael Kors, okay. and they used to do the catering for, for Michael, Michael Kors. Kors. That's yeah, how right. it just clicked in my head nice. right now. So cool. So um, yeah, no, they're great. They 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 you know back in the day and now they do the mm-hmm. coolest events mm-hmm. truthfully in the city um so i was working with them and i got introduced to the event world um and we were doing a lot of weddings and corporate events and bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs cool. and, and you know all kinds of cool fun things right. and, and and you know fundraisers kids mm-hmm. for kids sugar ball whatever the case may be wow and um as i was working there more and more i started to notice that a lot of the bar services mm-hmm. that were around in the city were in addition to the caterer Okay. So not really a separate bar service. service. Right. Right. So I started to notice that, yeah, people offered bar services. It was great, but mm-hmm. it was more of, oh, we're going to do your food. And then, yes, we can offer you bar as well. Uh-huh. There were a couple of companies that were just doing bar, mm-hmm. but I, I noticed that there was a little bit of a niche missing. Right. Right. So I actually decided to start my business. It actually started off as a consulting firm and a bar service. Oh, okay? no Because I, I, I come from, um, I, I come from like the corporate um, restaurant world. Okay. So I worked at Jack Astor's, which okay. is a big franchise yes. restaurant. Yes, yes, yes. And their training is rigorous. Uh, you know, they go through major processes to make sure that you're serving their clients properly and the steps of service mm-hmm. and the menus, knowledge and the menu tests. And really, yeah. you know, before you hit the floor, you really got to know how to be efficient teamwork upsell whatever the case may be for sure so i learned that and that's something that really stuck with me for you know all my years in the service industry Mm -hmm. and before i decided to start the bar service and really focus on the bar service i wanted to do the consulting also okay so what the consulting was is essentially i would um 
you know, go into restaurants, right. speak with the owners, a restaurants that are potentially suffering sales-wise, mm-hmm. want to increase productivity, right. increase their sales, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, create that that team environment type mm-hmm. of thing. So essentially, we would go in. Yeah. For any restaurants that want to kind of increase productivity, um, increase their sales, increase their overall team experience, you know, between their staff and the teamwork and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, we would go in, we would assess the situation, see what potentially they were doing wrong, um, and then guide them on how to fix it. Right. All sounds great, right? Yeah. Um, the only problem is, is that imagine me at, you know, 25 years old right. or whatever the case may be walking into a restaurant that's been mm-hmm. open for 15 20 years the owner is in his late yeah. 40s early 50s and, and is like who's like, this punk kid <laughs> trying to come I and mean, tell me what to, what do, to do with my <laughs> restaurant right? right and truthfully you know in hindsight um it was a great idea mm-hmm. but it's very difficult to come in and tell someone right. that they're doing something in yeah. their business wrong and even though exactly yeah. and even though i know what i'm doing and probably more than this yeah. guy who's been in the business exactly. for 30 40 years yeah. um it's hard to tell them they yeah. first of all they want to know what you saw exactly you don't want to tell them everything because mm-hmm. you want them to pay you for your services mm-hmm. long story short didn't work. Right. Okay. So it was called Mauer Consulting Group. Okay. 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 Which was also a bar service. service. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Cool. So the consulting part didn't work, work out very okay. well. Um, I rebranded to Brown Mauer Bar Services. Okay. And then things cool. just blew up. Yeah. Okay. We we uh, the first event we actually ever got was called Kids for Kids. Okay. So it's a um, a charity. Um. Uh. Sorry for kids with cancer. Right. Uh. Through the Montreal Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. So um. I remember where wow. I was. I got that first call, and though these like back then Kids for Kids was serving you know twelve thirteen hundred people right. in one night. So they decided to you know move away from who they were using before and use us, and we were a brand new service. That's so awesome. it was great. Yeah. Right. Um. And that kind of gave us the notoriety. That mm-hmm. kind of gave us the um you know, uh, the, the marketing, if you right. will, to get our name out mm-hmm. there. So after Kids for Kids, basically, once we did the, that party, it kind of gave us the the notoriety and it kind of gave right. got our name out there a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and we started to get a lot of calls from people that just wanted to throw weddings, parties, parties corporate events, like I said yeah. before. I mean, you know, right. we, we quickly became the go-to service in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somebody said once upon a time, like, uh, you know, like it's not cool if you don't have Bramar Bar services. Right. So oh, we are so always nice. like that go-to yeah. of like you got to call this guy if you're having a your right. party, right? Yeah. So that was very nice to mm-hmm. to 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 hear and very right, nice to sure. to have as a reputation in the yeah. city. And what's so important to us is always our our service, our yeah. customer service. You know, answering the client, being there for the client, yeah. going above and beyond for the client, making sure we do amazing cocktails, exactly. uh, providing that customer service, providing that customer yeah, service, sure. and truthfully, yeah, and truthfully, where it kind of started, and the reason, you know, I'm going to go back a little bit to mm-hmm. what I was saying before about what, what I thought was missing in the in the industry at that right. point, it was the fact that um, I noticed that the bar services that were out there or anywhere you would go. Uh, whether it was like a hotel um, right. or a golf course or even some of the events that were, you know, at Saint des Sciences or Marché mm-hmm. Bon Secours or mm-hmm. anything like that, it was always bartenders that didn't really want to be there, there. right? And basic. They were that and basic like, and older. And right. there's nothing wrong with old people. No, don't get me no. wrong. But when you're in your, you know, early 50s, <laughs> late yeah. 40s, early 50s, you don't really want to be bartending. You want the night to be over as fast as exactly. possible. Exactly. You, you're grumpy maybe. Yeah. You know, you're pre-rooming your Caesar glasses. Yeah. You know, you're not doing things the right way. Yeah. You're dressed like a penguin. In you know, in a white shirt and a bow tie, and it was enough. It was honestly, right, it was right. enough. It was hard to watch in mm-hmm, a sense, right? Mm-hmm. So when we started, we started off with Martini Bar. 
So we came up with a list of 100 different martinis, and that's what kind of got us going, right, as well. I didn't even think that there would be 100 different Yeah, and that's how long ago that was. Before mixology became popular, it was the martinis. That's so cool. So the fact that we had 100 martinis for people to choose from, the fact that we had good-looking girls and guys behind the bar who were a little bit younger. Energetic. Energetic. like, promoting. Correct. Yeah. You know, it it became the new norm, Mm -hmm. in a sense. It became Mm -hmm. the... Oh, that's what I want yeah. at my party, like at my the wedding. Next best thing, you know? the next hot thing. I think yeah. that a lot of companies, um, not now, but back then, then, a lot of those bar companies would take weddings for granted. Right. You know, this is the most important day for someone, someone. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the bride and groom, mm-hmm. for their families. Mm-hmm. You want it to be memorable, yeah. right? And yeah. in my opinion, and not because I have a bar service, right. I think the bar is the most important part at it any is. event. It is. It's 100%. the longest lasting thing from start yeah. to finish. You're getting people <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Which obviously lights, lightens up the mood right and you want to serve like fun things 100 you know? not obvious, boring basics of course that, like, of course are, like, happening all the time right wherever you, know? you go you can find that's you know? it and and you know always in a in a in a, in a safe way mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. we're not getting anyone inebriated to the point no, where we're jumping exactly. in the car it's always done professionally mm-hmm. yeah. but we create the party you know our girls are remembering people's drinks right. we're smiley we're happy yeah. we're dancing behind the bar this is what people want because it gets the party going, going. imagine yeah, like sure. you know how many times people when you're at a wedding your bar is usually off your dance floor right Mm -hmm. so you're the first point of contact when they decide that they're done dancing for that song they're going to turn around and come see you at the bar yeah it we get people in the mood Mm -hmm. to have fun it's all about the guests that are at your wedding for sure right it's all about the people that you surround yourself with your good friends your family whatever the case may be but when you go to the bar to get your drink Mm -hmm. or do a round of shots and your bartender is super cute and super happy and energetic and wanting to be there fun cocktails it makes the the party going. That's you it. Know? That's it. It, it, it creates that experience. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. So that's really what we you know we we stepped forward with when it came to our services. That mm-hmm. we that's what we tried to push. Right. And the more we did, the more weddings we did, the more corporate events we did, the more events we got. Right. And it just kept on escalating from there and going because and going. people that like I said before that became the norm. Right. People said. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want that the fifth year. That's right. That's right. Like shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, fast forward. I mean, again, we started in 2009. Right. So fast forward to, you know, probably uh, 2015, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, we started doing the festivals. Okay. So we do cool. Oshiaga and Ilsanik no uh, and a lot of the festivals for Eventco. Wow. Um, That's and, awesome. Yeah. And then Sugar Ball came into play. Oh, yes. We actually organized Sugar Ball for two years in a oh, row. That's so um, and saw the biggest attendance that we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and it was our and total concept. And it's all concept. for great causes too. That's it. You know? Exactly. That's what makes it even better. Right. So right. we're not event planners at Brown right. Bar Services and we don't try to be event mm-hmm. planners, but when it comes to those parties that are focused around the bar right. and really around a drinking and dancing crowd, we try to put our best foot forward mm-hmm. in helping the foundation yeah. raise as much money as possible. Right. You know, we don't make money off the event. Right. We're offering our services at cost price. Right. We're helping them manage alcohol and mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, the, the foundation is benefiting as much as possible exactly. at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So, uh, and providing fun too. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and we we actually, we try to do as many fundraisers as we can. A uh-huh. lot of people are like, oh, stay away from fundraisers or not stay away but you know pick one or two in the right. year and that's it I love it yeah, I love doing them it's for a great cause it gets your name great. out there yeah right? for sure right, exactly for sure. so we try to do as many as we can we do the children's ball for the, the Montreal Children's Hospital sugar ball kids for kids but okay great tons of them <laughs> um, and uh, and that's it and then we just kept on going and we kept yeah. on getting different things um, obviously when COVID hit right I was what, just about to ask how yeah. did the kids 
start up and like yeah with covid happening even till right now yeah how has that like affected your business how have you um made it better uh in the sense of like improving it and facing those challenges right and to like let's say giving ad- advices to other like new business mm-hmm. owners um how to like combat covid yeah okay. so um when COVID hit in March, obviously it was a big blow. Yeah, I think the sure. event in the tourism industry yeah. got hit the hardest. Yeah, Truthfully, we were 100%. the first ones hit, and I yeah. think we're going to be the last to recover. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. We it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was scary. You know, your parents always say, "Save right. money for a rainy day, save money," exactly. and you're like, "No, it's no. okay. Let me go out and party and <laughs> shop and do whatever I want." But at the end of the day. Listen to your parents. That's right. the that's the first piece of advice I can give to anyone. They're smart. They because know because it went like when COVID came, it didn't just rain; it poured. It, that's right, and yeah. that was the rainy day, yeah. right? Yeah. So obviously, on the onset, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure, it's the unknown. Yeah. It's unprecedented, right? 100%. So um, we didn't really know what to do. You know, right when the lockdown started, I guess right. because we were watching all the news escalate, exactly. and then we exactly. were like, "Oh, okay." You know, we're still in March yeah. and, and technically in the event industry, January, February, March are kind of like... The low season. The low season. Yeah, because yeah, it's exactly. after the holidays Correct. and then it's like wedding season is more and then holidays May are and more. Yeah, September, et cetera. Sure. Yeah. So um, it was kind of slow season too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, oh, all right, like, yeah. let's see what happens okay. and yeah. hopefully it lasts like a yeah. month or a couple of weeks, yeah. whatever the case is, the little as we know. Right. Um and shit hit the fan. We went into lockdown, yeah. which was, you know, super messed up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we, as soon as they started to like, you know, loosen the reins a little mm-hmm. bit on what you're allowed to, to do, do or whatever the case may be, uh, we decided to pivot into these cocktail okay. kits. Right. Great. So, um, you know, we don't, uh, we, we couldn't deliver alcohol and we're not about to go and start right. a war with the SAQ. No, um, exactly. It's not really our jam, yeah. truthfully. And we don't have the permits. Harder. Yeah, correct, exactly. Correct. Get permits and it get, just becomes 10 times more complicated. And I was watching, actually, I was watching not the news necessarily, but, you know, Montreal blog and all right. kinds of other things and articles coming out of how yeah. people were trying to sell alcohol and got busted for doing this right. and that, right. et cetera. Right. Exactly. So we didn't really want to play that game. I could no. have easily gone to the SAQ, mm-hmm. you know, purchased the alcohol, and then sold, sold it with the, the kits, correct? Right. Even at cost price, just to yeah. add as a compliment to the kids we decided not to go that route yeah so i called um bianca Mm -hmm. we spoke about it Mm -hmm. and uh bianca is my director of operations right and um we basically ourselves said okay let's find these boxes yeah we went to the warehouse that day and we just built the kits Uh, we had some bottles left over for some other events that were used obviously that were clean um and we put together our first batch of kits we actually just kind of came up with a visual and pushed it out and Boom. 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 Thirty. Boom, we did. Boom. We did thirty yeah. kits in our first. Uh, our first time we pushed it out. Wow. And then we went to deliver it. It took us like seven hours. We oh, wanted to kill ourselves. It was the fucking worst. Okay. <laughs> oh, but we were driving all around the city like nutcases delivering these kits, and then it was marketing, marketing, marketing. marketing yeah. Post, post, post. Picture, yeah. photo shoot, photo shoot. Social media like crazy, yeah. and then it fucking exploded. <laughs> it was crazy. We did. Well, that's how I heard about you guys. Yeah. It was through social media. Right, so, right. So, like, it so, really came from there. Yeah, we also implemented a $2 on every kit went back to the hospital. And oh, the COVID, the COVID, uh, the COVID fund at um, the Jewish General, General Hospital. Yeah. Okay, great. So, that, I guess, helped a little bit. For sure. We were happy to give back to that. I, I don't have the number. I'm going to get back to you. Yeah, no worries. But we sold so many fucking kits. <laughs> I couldn't it believe it. No, it was crazy. Like it was on, Bianca and I were looking at each other and we were like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Like, <laughs> no. and, and other people were doing it. You know, Atwater Cocktail Club was doing it. Right. Montreal Craft Cocktails, who's great, was right. doing it as well. Right. And uh, there were some other people doing it as well. There was definitely a lot of copycats as well For after sure. us. I, think I mean, that's the, what 
yeah. social media and sure. it brings up competition right. for sure. I think some of the first the people to do it was Montreal Craft Cocktails, yeah. Outwater Cocktail Club, and myself. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was all the copycats Cog- afterwards, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, it, it, it exploded. It, yeah. and, and, you know, it was the right price point. We were in that, mm-hmm. like, that sweet spot of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, $27 for the kit, $2 right. going back to the hospital. And $27, plus like you said, it really fits for eight cocktails. Yeah. That's, like, awesome. Yeah. And if people have their own alcohol mm-hmm. at home at cost that they're buying from the SAQ, then it's literally peanuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> so when... So it was great because when people didn't want to leave their house, house yeah, and they, they had to have that small get together, sure. like following those rules of like 10 yeah. people max or yeah. only your household, yeah. you know, like you could lighten things up, you know, like sure. we're going through a fucking pandemic. Right. Uh, like it's all over the place. It's, crazy, it's yeah. sickening right now. <laughs> and it's scary too, it is, right? Yeah. It is very scary. It's a moment like where people are becoming very vulnerable and like scared of what's going yeah. on. And you know, you just want to light up the room a mm-hmm. bit and like the environment. And sure. I think it, it actually does help. Yeah. Again, not for alcohol. Helps. alcohol. <laughs> right, but alcohol helps. Let's be real. Right. Alcohol helps. But before. Not just that I want to promote it like uh, to a full extent, but it does help. Yeah. Let's be real. No, like, for it, sure. It makes it makes the mood like. 100%. And truthfully, we, you know, before they allowed the 10 people and everyone mm-hmm. was really on lockdown, mm-hmm. we created the kits based around alcohols that people would pretty much have in their house so vodka rum Um, gin tequila type of thing right your standard of correct so um it was easy because the majority of the people that we sold to and even if they had to go to the seq or get it delivered they found a way they got a bottle of vodka from the friend but it was stuff that we knew was going to be easy Easy. and when you couldn't leave your house and go to your favorite bar or club or restaurant or whatever the case may be yeah this was that alternative and people fell in love and we just kept on introducing new cocktails and so how many kids do you guys have now so now we have seven kits. Okay. Right. Seven okay. different flavors. We're cool. introducing some new ones in the fall. Oh, great. For sure, yeah. Oh, fun, fun, um, fun. We're trying to do it seasonal, uh-huh. uh, but it comes with its challenges too because people yeah, love, for like, sure. for example, the summer has been mojito, mojito, mojito. Right. All the, all the, Mojitos all are place, so good. Right? <laughs> um, um, but, uh, the, the you know, they're all popular in their own way. It really depends on what you like, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Um, then when bars and clubs started opening up again, mm-hmm. naturally, sales decreased because sure. people were allowed right. to go out and we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. We were ready yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, so we started to pivot into other different things yeah. as well. But essentially right now, the event industry, we just don't know what's, what's happening. Yeah. Right? We don't know if it's going to be next year, there's going to be a vaccine, what yeah. the story is. Um, so it's, it's a little it's scary. Hard. Yeah. yeah. yeah so sure. we're trying to pivot. We you know we started these uh, at-home cocktail classes, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So we come to your house and we can do a cocktail class for oh, you cool. and eight of your friends. Yeah, or cool. nine of your friends. Uh, we teach you how to make the drinks. We bring you all the tools, everything inside you need. Inside the house or it's only outside? It could be inside, inside or, or outside. outside, yeah. Oh, okay. we, we, we are pushing towards outside. outside? Right. Um, but we bring absolutely everything mm-hmm. you need. And then we teach you a little bit about the, the spirits and where they come from. We teach you about the, the, the cocktails. So and like a full mixologist. Full there. mixologist. Oh, there. Wow. And you guys are making the drinks yourself. So okay. you're shaking, you're pouring, you're learning. Okay. So that's been a fun experience. People are Great. responding really well to it. So we're happy about that. That's yeah. really it. We're just yeah. kind of like waiting, you know. I to think to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, I right. think now the um, it's gonna start getting colder, as we saw mm-hmm. the last couple of days been getting yeah, cold. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna start getting colder, and I think people are gonna start to go back into hibernation. Mm-hmm. And I think that the sales are gonna start to pick up again. Truthfully, 
uh, but only time will tell. Right. Yeah. Honestly, this blood orange uh, margarita is fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Fantastic. It's so much better than a regular margarita, yeah, I find. Yeah, yeah. It adds that, like, great They're easy to thing. drink. They're easy to drink. Right. And we just did it before, and mm-hmm. it's so easy to make. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you, I have absolutely no idea how to make a cocktail. A I was job. actually <laughs> asking you questions on, wait, how do I do this yeah. and how do I do that? But it turned out that it was so easy and yeah. simple that, like, well, that's what we wanted. It's not rocket science, right. you know? That's what we wanted. Yeah. We wanted to make it so, so easy, easy so you can just home. have... Yeah. And people were calling us and telling us, like, you don't understand. I'm freaking out. I I, I, so I, I ran out of blood orange. <laughs> I, I need more blood orange mix. You know, like, when's your next cocktail? I had a couple clients of mine that were, like, die hard. When's your next cocktail kit coming oh out? Is God. it coming out soon? Uh, please let me know. Can you send me a message when it's coming out? Like, That's people awesome. really were freaking out over yeah. it. Yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to pivot the business. Right. Of course, it's it pales in comparison to what we it were was. doing normally. Yeah. Right. But, but what can we do? Yeah, exactly. We're, it's we not like we had a choice. Right. Yeah, for right. sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. We're making the best out of a bad situation. Exactly. I guess. And yeah. staying positive yeah. is the key to everything, mm. for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's good, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. I actually haven't had this in a while, and really? I'm even enjoying it. But you, you said I job. think it was one of your favorites. Yeah, it yeah. is one of my favorites, oh, for sure. Cool. The cool, rim. Cool, cool. Yeah, the rim. The freaker rim. I did a good job. Yeah, you did good. You did good. So yeah, so that's basically it. You know, right. we, we're, we're doing what we can to mm-hmm. survive. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the government. Thank God for the right. subsidies. I don't even I'd know where like, yeah. What about you? <laughs> what about you? So why did you want to start? Uh, right. I had already mentioned it before in the first episode, but I'll say it again. No problem. Um, I started like the idea came to my head during COVID because during COVID when the lockdown happened, I lost my fucking job. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck what do I, I do? do? Yeah. Like yeah. I was buzzing my face. And I was actually freaking out. And then a friend of mine had told me, had like just given me this like advice. Nairi, why don't you start a podcast? You love to fucking talk. Yeah. You don't <laughs> shut up ever. Like you yeah. fucking eat my ear out. Yeah, like yeah. there's no tomorrow. Yeah. You always have something to say to the point where sometimes my friends are like, okay, Nairi, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go. You yeah. talk too much. You talk too much. <laughs> so they're like, why don't you start a podcast? And I was like, I don't know. I was feeling super shy and insecure. And I was just like, I I don't think it's the moment I had just started my job and I was working in fashion and I really liked it. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'm home. I've been home for the past, like almost eight months now Mm -hmm. and I haven't been doing shit. Right. And then the idea came and I was like, what like perfect opportunity to start this podcast because we're home, we're safe at home Mm -hmm. and we're just having a conversation. And then I thought about it. I was like, I like cocktails. I miss having a cocktail. I miss going out and like, living that life and just and like, interacting with exactly people, right? yeah. and the, I, like i said the idea came um by the fact that when i would go out and i was like i miss interacting with people and talking to my friends and going mm-hmm. out have a drink and this and that so i was like why don't i combine both things together have a conversation with whoever mm-hmm. might whether whoever wants like, to listen to you for that long yeah not your friends but other people. <laughs> exactly yeah. whoever wants to listen sure. Um, with a cocktail on the right. side, whether it's two o'clock, I'm doing the episode, whether sure. it's five o'clock, who it's cares? not like you're doing anything else anyway. You might exactly. as well drink. Right? I'm yeah, literally exactly. sitting on my ass and doing absolutely nothing. Right. So that's how it all came. No, it's very and, cool. Yeah. Truthfully, like I, I, I always love the idea of the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was interesting enough yeah. to ever oh, start no. my Don't own. Say that. I, I love you what are. you're doing. This is I, <laughs> I love what you're doing. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, we brought you some extra cocktail kits yeah. for your next couple for episodes. Sure, for sure. Uh, we'll definitely be fans. We'll definitely yeah. help you push it. But I, th- I think you're doing a great job. Yeah, I'm you're so super excited. good at bartending, so that's good. If <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll yeah. let you know if I need it. <laughs> I want to see videos. I'm going to work for you as a bartender. Not work for me. Work with us. Oh, work with you. You don't work for us. You work with us. That's a great way to say it. But I think what you're doing is great, honestly. Thank you. I think that uh, 
if you can get drunk oh, and right? talk to people and, and it's interesting enough, which exactly. it sounds interesting to me, then right? you win. You're, it's a win-win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know what I think we're going to do? We're actually going to offer you and your listeners a promo code. No way. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. so exciting. So I don't know what you want to call it, but... Um, how about Nairi? Nairi something? Nairi 20? Yeah, Nairi 20 works. 20% off on the oh, kits. Great. So this way you guys can all enjoy and, and try thank out some, some new flavors. Thank you so, so much, Pleasure. Bram. Thank Pleasure. you for coming and thank you for for being with us today on Talks Over Cocktails podcast. It was really fun talking to you and getting hopefully drunk. getting drunk, <laughs> yeah. right? Over yeah. some blood orange or tipsy, margaritas. Tipsy, yeah. tipsy, you could say, yeah, because we have to drive now, that's right? It, that's it. <laughs> okay, so great. Thank you so so much. Thank you. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. That's yeah. It. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.